All right, Magic Makers, it's been a minute since I've done one of these bonus episodes. And so I wanted to come back and do a couple this bonus episode because this question comes up a lot and it's the difference between weight loss and fat loss. And so many people will say to me, Kim, you know, I want to lose X number of pounds. And I always have to ask the question, you know, why? Like, why do I want to lose the weight? And and the reason why, and it'll come up as I talk about weight loss versus fat loss, is that most people, it's not the number on the scale that they want to change. It is their body composition. And that is more about fat loss. And so if you think about body composition, and I've shared this example before, is that imagine a beach ball, right? We've all seen a beach ball that floats around on the beach. <laughs> and then we've seen a baseball. So what would you rather be, a beach ball or a baseball? And, you know, if I put, you know, sand or pebbles, whatever, inside of the beach ball and it weighed the same amount, what would you want to be? Would you want to be that beach ball or would you want to be that baseball? And many of you want to be the baseball, right? We want that nice, tight, compact physique. And so what is the difference? You know, I do have clients who, you know, their doctors are like, oh, you know, if you get down to whatever the weight is, you know, you could come off some type of medication. And then if, you know, the question I would go back to the doctor and say, you know, what if it wasn't the weight? What if I lost the body fat? You know, is it the weight that's driving your, the, the, the need for the medicine? Or is it, you know, other lifestyle factors that are driving the need for the medication? And, you know, I think for many doctors, the pat answer is weight, right? You know, I, I know my husband, he goes to see his doctor and, you know, it's always like, if you lose the weight, if you lose the weight and it's like a freaking broken record, you know, and it's like, he, you know, he's like, you need to get down to like some weight that is just really challenging for him to try to get down to and live a normal life. You know, of course, all of us have those little things that, you know, if we move some things around in our nutrition, Maybe we would lose the weight, but would we lose enough of the weight that your doctor is asking for? So I am not saying stop taking your medication. Okay, let's just be clear. What I'm saying is, you know, when your doctor says, hey, you know, you need to be to a certain weight, ask the question back. Instead of just being like, ah, oh, doctor so-and-so, I know. Ask the question back. Like, okay, but is it the weight or is there are there other lifestyle factors that I could change that could impact me no longer taking said medication or being prescribed said medication? All right, so let me just get back to the subject hand. So what's the difference between weight loss and fat loss? Weight loss is your overall body weight, right? It is your relationship to gravity. I step on the scale and it tells me how much gravitational pull is on my body. That is what happens on the scale. Fat loss is specifically comes from your body fat. You know, it is like, you know, we've all seen the, you know, percentages of body fat and all that other stuff. That's what fat is. It just, there's a way to just specifically measure what's muscle, what's your actual bones and what is body fat. And so how do we achieve weight loss versus fat loss? Okay. Weight loss is literally calories, right? It's like, am I taking in more calories than my body burns? You know, it's just, you know, we can just say um, for lack of argument, let's just say it's math, right? It's a math equation, making this number up because you know, I'll do math. So if my body burns 3000 calories and that's um, what we call our basal metabolic rate, right? So basal, basal metabolic rate is um, how much uh, 
calories your body energy your body needs to just keep you alive right blink your eyes to move my hand to move my mouth to to speak like that's how many calories my body needs now if i eat again if i said if my body needs 3000 calories if i eat 3000 calories my weight is going to stay the same it's just going to maintain if I don't have any other metabolic issues, I don't have any other health issues. If I were to reduce my caloric intake, say by 500 calories, and so I were to eat 2,500 calories versus eating 3,000 calories, eventually I would start to see the scale come down. Now, here's why I don't like this, this you know, this black, black and white math. One, many of you listening, I'm going to ask you, how many diets have you been on? How many times have you gone up and down in your weight? At some point, after probably the second or third diet that you've been on and you've lost the weight and you gained it back, your body's like, oh, girl, I know. I know what you're doing and I ain't going to give it to you no more, right? And so our body starts to really resist us pushing harder and harder on our uh, calories. And so it's like, nope, I need this weight. I'm holding on to it. I'm not just going to like let you just release it as easily as I did in, in previous rounds of a diet. And when we lose that weight, you know, if I take away 500 calories, I'm also taking 500 pieces of energy, right? So what does my energy look like? Does it make me more hungry? What do, does it make me crave, crave more? And when I lose the weight, it's not like I can pick the weight, like, oh, I want the weight to come from my butt. I want the weight to come from my abs. No, the weight's like, I'll come from wherever the hell I want to come from. And I'm losing weight in not only um, water, right? Because our bodies are 60% water, but I'm losing weight in my muscles. I'm losing weight in my tissue, right? So it's like, I don't choose where the weight comes from when I go focus on weight loss. Now, when I focus on fat loss, that means I'm really working on proper nutrition, proper nutrition for me. So I'm looking at what am I putting into my body? what how am I fueling my body and all of us if we like and, and I know tracking sucks it sucks 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 but if I know that if I said you know I tracked my food for a solid week and not being like good for that week to say okay what am I putting in my mouth drinking you know one of the biggest things you know I have a client that she's like oh, Kim I just can't lose the weight I just can't lose the weight and, you know, I follow her on social media and she's like, oh, just had a dirty chai, bente. Um, oh, just having a grande pumpkin spice latte. And I'm like, girlfriend, that's like a thousand calories right there. Like there, there you go. Like if I were just to take away those two drinks or to downsize those drinks, then you might be, that might be an easier way for you to lose the weight, right? So, we, so all of us, if we look at our food objectively, and that's what I do for a lot of clients. I'm like, objectively, like we are, we have such a passion an attachment to our food. You know, it's like, if you take away whatever, it's like, you know, you, you, you're going to pull it from my cold dead hands. That's how I feel about coffee. But there, there are other foods that I'm like, you know, do I need that? Can I, you know, pull a little bit from here? Probably the answer is yes. Right. You know, Many of you heard me talk about non-negotiables and, th and there's, it's double-sided. It's non-negotiables for like healthy things and the non-negotiables that just make your life more sustainable. For me, my number one non-sustainable is coffee. I love a cup of coffee with cream and sugar in the morning. Boom. Take that away from me. I'm like, I will find another place to find my calories, but that's, that's me. That's my jam. 
Um, so then what also comes with fat loss is that, you know, proper nutrition for you. So it's like really focusing in on our, you know, protein, our fruits, our vegetables, our fiber, our water, uh, the, you know, filing that, that tipping point for our carbs, building lean muscle, strength training, making that a priority of strength training. And I'm not talking three, four hour workouts. I'm like, you know what? I've just been reading some research and it says that, you know, like if I'm consistent for like 15 minutes a day, I could probably get the same amount of volume as I did if I were to do two to three days of strength training. So I really want you to start to think about like, huh, that, it, you know, it's like, what can I do consistently versus I see, I hear it all the time. Ah, oh, Kim, I got so busy this weekend. I couldn't do blah, blah, blah. But if we built it in and we're like, you know, can you do 15, 20 minutes? And we found a way to do it at your house where it doesn't require this big, you know, trip to the gym and all the things that come with going to the gym. Would you be more consistent? And so what does it really take, you know, to, when we lose weight, like what really happens when I lose weight? So 60% of our bodies is water. So the, the primary thing that I lose is water. So when those of you who step on the scale and every day, and you're like one week, again, making up these numbers, just cause it's just easier. One week, you're 150. One week, you're or one day, you're 150. One day, you're 155. One day, you're 140. Like, you know, one day, you're 145, right? And so like, your weight just could wildly fluctuate. But a lot of that, it could be your hormones, right? It could be that time of the month for you. Maybe you had a really salty meal the night before. Maybe you had a high carb meal the night before. You know, maybe you're not sleeping well. You know, maybe you overtrain and your body's are your body is full inflamed from you know the overtraining that you've been doing. And you know, I you know, and, and I hear people like I went on keto and I lost four million pounds in two days. Well, this is why you lost weight doing keto. You pulled away your carbs. And when you pull away your carbs, carbs chase water. So for every gram that you have of carbohydrate, you have three grams of water attached to it, right? So of course, when I pull out my carbs, I lose three grams of water. And so of course, I'm going to see the weight. But as soon as I start to put the carbs back into my body, I'm going to see my weight, boom, take a peek, you know, just start to start, start that climb. And then it's going to mess with your head. And so, you know, when we do that, kind of, you know, when your doctor says, well, if you're going to lose the weight, you just got to eat less. And that's the whole, just eat less, you know? And I gave you that example. Like, you know, if I need 3000 calories, I go to 2,500, you know, like in theory, yeah, that works. But what that does is your body starts to tap into your glycogen, glycogen stores. And so depending on you, again, everyone is a special snowflake when it comes to this, depending on you, I might have glycogen floating around in my bloodstream. So it's going to pull it out of my bloodstream. I might have it stored in my liver. So it's going to pull it from there or it might pull it from my muscles, right? So it's like, and then eventually like your body likes to do things the easy way. So it's like, what's the easiest place for me to pull the muscle from? That's right, pull the glycogen from, you know? So it's like, if it's in my bloodstream, that's fast, that's easy. I don't have to break it down because it's already floating around. Then it's like, okay, it comes from my liver, uh, muscle, and then fat, right? Because like fat's in storage. So I have to go, you know, chip it away if I have those three sources are pretty easy for me, um, me to grab. So when it comes to fat loss, sustainable fat loss, and this is what, you know, one, most of us want, most of us, you know, most people come to me and say they want weight loss because that's all we've been 
trained to think about. We've been trained about like what happens to that scale. But what most people really want is that they want their, their they want that that tight baseball, right? They are looking for that nice tight baseball so that like their pants easily buttoned, that they look good naked, right? That's what we really want. Like, no one's gonna be like, girl, you look like you weigh 140 pounds. How you doing? No one's gonna say that to you. I mean, if they do, rock on with your bad self. But like, if you would, someone were to ask me, how much does that person weigh? I'd be like, oh, I got nothing. I don't know, 400 pounds. I'm like, I got, I got nothing. Like, I wouldn't say 400 pounds. I know they'd be like, girl, I'm not a car. But you know, no one's gonna come up to you and say that. So when it comes to like, how do we really start with that, this fat loss uh, philosophy? It's... um. It comes down to figuring out how much body fat we have. And like we have DEXA scales. That's, you know, DEXA scales are probably the most accurate next to the bod pod. And most of us don't really have access to both of either of those. Um, some of those can be a little pricey um, to that. You know, we also have some gyms have the um, in-body scan machines, and that can be a little more cost-effective way to measure it. You can also use um, their calipers. Um you know, back when I was in the gym as a personal trainer, I used to do caliper testing probably once every 12 weeks with my clients. Um, but now, you know, we have smart scales. Uh, the one thing about the smart scale is that if you are dehydrated or overhydrated, it can um, throw the numbers off a little bit, or if you just exercise. So you have to be like very specific um, as to when you step on that scale so that we, um, you get as accurate as possible. Now, this isn't, you know, just like any health tracker that we have, you know, your Fitbit, your smartwatch, whatever. It is just data. It, it's not like science, it's like, it's not, it's data for you to make this better decisions, but it's not like you went to some like, you know, medical facility, right? You know, I always tell people, you know, you're using the, the I, you know, I usually use my Fitbit for my, my sleep just to be like, am I consistent with my sleep? You know, like, sometimes I'm just laying in bed reading and I'm just not moving. So my, my Fitbit thinks I've, I've already gone to bed, but I'm like, I know that I've rolled over and I look at my clock and it's a certain time. And when I look at my Fitbit, it's like, oh, you went to bed at 9.30. I'm like, no, I actually went to bed at 10.05 because I looked at my clock before I went to bed. So I want you to start to just use it as data and not this like, it must be, this is the, you know, the gospel. It's come down, you know, on the freaking, um, tablets it's like been like tablets from mount sidai um another way to measure if you you know if you don't have access to a smart scale or calipers or the dexa is waist waist circumference right just around your belly button like where your belly button is and then right around the widest part of your butt and you just be able to see what your uh, hip to waist ratio is and that way you can kind of start to you know better determine you know what's what's going on with you are you losing are you gaining what's going on and as you start to say, you know, oh yeah, Kim, you know, this just makes sense. You know, I'm sick of the, the the up and down of the scale. To lose the fat, you start to focus in on protein and strength training. And I know for so many people, like you've heard us, talk, you've heard, you know, millions of people talk about this protein. Protein, the reason why we say protein is that it is the most satiating of the macronutrients. Bottom line, end of story. Don't get past go. It take if I, you know, it takes me longer to digest a six ounce chicken breast than it does for me to uh, to digest the same calorie caloric, like the same caloric um, portion of donuts, right? If I if I take six ounces of protein and I take 
the same equivalent of calories in donuts, I'm going to be hungrier faster. My body's going to be like, Ooh, that's a party. Send out the insulin. What's next? Where with a pro with a chicken breast, it's just going to be chunking along trying to uh, digest that for a couple hours. And so that way, that's why we always say focus in on the protein because it makes you feel fuller longer. And then we can add in other foods. We can add in, you know, vegetables. We can add in other starchy carbohydrates. We can add in good fats. Strength training, it's just that as we age, we lose three to 5% of our body, our muscle mass, just by the natural aging process. So I want you to think about like, this helps me with acts of daily living. Maybe not now, but many of us hope to make it to our 80th birthday. So we got 40 more years that I, I don't know about you, but my goal is to be able to stand upright and not need a walker or a cane or anything like that. I want to be able to get off the damn toilet without needing a handrail. I want to be able to walk up and down up some stairs if I choose without having to take four, you know, take two at a time and catch my breath. So start to think about like the long game versus the short game. Cause like right now, if you climb a flight of stairs, are you winded? Cause like, that's only going to get worse. <laughs> Just throwing it out there, you know? And so we also want to start, you know, coming up with like a small caloric deficit, not this, like I'm getting rid of, and you create this laundry list of food that are no longer, you're no longer going to have. We start to, we're going to start to be more um, judicious. That's the word judicious about where we pull from. And so one of the, one of the examples is I had a client and she loved this restaurant called Kava and um, it's a chain and it's like a, it's a salad chain. And so, you know, it's similar to if you've ever been to like um, Chipotle and like you go to Chipotle and you say what you want and then like you go through and they're like, do you want, do you want some rice? You know, you know, white or brown? Do you want beans? You know, black or pinto, right? So kava is pretty much the same thing. And so when she, when she went through, she was like, you know what? She's like, I love this so much, but do I need the rice? And so she said, it started out with, instead of saying no rice, she said, you know what? Give me a half a portion of rice. Then, you know, she's like, you know what? It wasn't so bad. She's like, well, maybe I'm going to take away the rice completely. Took away the rice completely, but still had the same experience at the restaurant. So I want you to think about like, it was just a small thing that she took away, but it wasn't this like, I'm never going to Kava. I'm, and then I'm only going to get greens and protein. Like she was like, I still can have the experience, but what are some of the things in the experience that I can remove? Or, you know, you go out to dinner and, you know, they give you, you know, a protein, a vegetable and a starch. And you can say, you know, you could do half the starch or no starch, double the vegetable, right? Or double the protein and double the vegetable, right? Whatever it is, but it's like, you're making these small, like micro adjustments to your nutrition. Um, another example and something that I'm considering is, you know, I love half and off. That's my jam. Bring it on. But I had a, um, I had another client who's like, you know, should I go with like nut milk or, you know, and I was like, for me, it just doesn't have that creaminess. Right. I just, I, that's why I like half and half. It gives me that creaminess. And so one of the things I'm experimenting with is if I went to whole milk, but I, I frothed it, like, would it give me that, like that richness of half and half and maybe shave a few calories off 
right? But still give me that experience, still give me that satisfaction, but not all of the, you know, maybe I save five or 10 calories, right? But it's not extreme. It still gives me my satisfaction factor because that's huge. I can't, I can't be drinking the coffee and be like, this sucks. I need something else. Cause I will, you'll, you know, I've, I've talked about this before. I would go, I'll, your brain wants to go into seek mode. It's like, I thought this was coffee and it ain't freaking coffee. So I'm going to be out trying to chase that uh, flavor of um, coffee. The other thing here is prior to sleep. I know so many of you are like, oh, I'll sleep when I'm dead or, oh, I'm a bad sleeper. But is it, have we gotten down our sleep mechanics, right? You know, I want you to think about, you know, if you have children or if you've seen people put their kids to bed there's a ritual, right? It's like, you know, there's tubby time and then the, the stuffed animals have to be arranged a certain way. Then, um, you know, there's, you know, two stories or three stories or whatever the heck. How do you create that for you? So that your body is starts to says, oh, it's time for us to sunset. It's time for us to start to like chill out and get our butts to bed. And then, you know, workouts, right? Everyone's always talking about workouts. And one of the things I'm, I'm reading about is like shorter duration workouts, but more intense. So that what if my workout was like 20 minutes? And I want you to think about CrossFit, right? Whatever you say about CrossFit, their workouts are really only, you know, 15, 20 minutes max, right? It's like get in, get out. And on the other side of the workout, it's like they have a warm up, you know, so they're doing some foam rolling, they're doing some warm up. Then they have the meat of the workout and then they're doing some, you know, they might find a uh, skills work. That's what I'm looking for. Skills work. Like, you know, I want to do a handstand or, you know, get my first pull up. But the the bulk of the workout is about 15, 20 minutes long. And so for many of you, it is about adherence, right? You know, I remember when I first started training, it was like, oh gosh, if you're not doing doing a workout for an hour, like why even go? Like that was my mindset, but now I'm like, you know what, over the last few years, like just time, right? How many of us are like, oh, I got the time that I had when I was 25. No, we got kids, we got jobs, we got aging parents, we got spouses. So if I was able to do 15 minutes, but what if I can get that 15 minutes done at my house, right? Would I be more consistent? Right. Cause it's like, you think about it. Oh, you got to find the time to drive to the gym. Right. So it's like, maybe you live 20 minutes from the gym and then I got to, you know, park the car walk inside the gym, change my clothes. If it's winter time, right? I live in new England. So yeah, change my clothes, then get my workout in. Right. And you're like, it took me 20 minutes to get here. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get, I'm going to get all I can out of the gym. But so, yeah. So maybe a couple of times a week you do that, but what if a couple of times a week you're like, you know what, I can get this done. And this is someone who's I'm, I'm a gym rat, like straight up gym rat, but you know, um, COVID has forced me to really reevaluate my workout. And I like working out at home. You know, I get my cup of coffee. I'm drinking my coffee while I'm foam rolling, you know? And it's like, it allows me to like take back 40 minutes out of my day that I can like literally go downstairs, get it done. I'm not waiting for a machine. I'm not waiting, you know, hoping that someone doesn't get on the good squat rack, right? So really when you start to think about what am I looking for, fat loss or weight loss? And so in the mastering, um, cracking the belly fat code class that I'm teaching, uh, 
on the 3rd of November, I'm really taking a deep dive into how do we just zero in on belly fat, right? How do we, as a 40 year old woman, we have this unexplained weight gain, we have this freaking belly that just want to like punch in the face. How do we punch it in the face, do it in a sustainable way so that, you know, we look in the mirror and we're like, yeah, girl, I got it going on. If that sounds of interest for you, do me a favor, make sure you uh hop on uh hop on the list so that you can get all the information uh when it comes when i uh, do do it live on uh, november 30th all right ladies thank you so much for listening and let me know how this has landed with you like what are you thinking fat loss weight loss is there any more anything else that you are confused about all right enjoy the rest of your day <laughs>